hopefully I, I sound silkier in your ears, Toby. Welcome to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. This is Toby uh, coming at you live from Chicago, Illinois. And I'm Matthew coming at you from London, England. <laughs> um, that's, uh, it's, that's, that's great. Uh, you, you have, you're having a good day, right? Things are going well. I'm having an okay day. The Nationals are currently playing. I'm a little bit distracted, but we're in the bottom of the ninth. So hopefully I will be, you'll have my full attention shortly. It's currently 6-6 six, six, and well, the Nationals... Oh, well, that's the end of the ninth inning, and it's going to extra. Ooh, free baseball. <laughs> free um, baseball. Should we, just, should we just live comment on this game? Um, no, Major League Baseball will shut us down. <laughs> we will be shut down by um, the, the, the lawyers at uh, uh, MLB. But um, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Um, but this is our first episode of the regular season, like actual actual regular season. We, we obviously post an episode on opening day, but... Um, that's it's pretty hopeless, isn't it? We 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 struggled. I think having two two young children, well, one young child each, yeah, and um, uh, busy jobs is 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 getting in our way. But hopefully, once we're past the European elections, I'll be in a better place. Oh, Europe has elections too. That's interesting. Um... Mm. Well, we're not actually supposed to have the election. This is for the European Parliament. Oh, yay! But we're supposed to have left the EU by now. And we kind of dicked around and haven't actually done it yet. <laughs> it seems so. like seems like things are going pretty well um, everywhere <laughs> here in America. Oh, it, it's just great. It's such a British thing. Absolutely divided country, polarized politics. Everyone very very angry. And the way we solved it is just by like, well, let's just leave it a couple of weeks <laughs> and see if we can work something out. It's brilliant. <laughs> You have until the end of the the baseball playoffs, is what I understand. That was the the, the, the deadline here. Until there's a new World Series winner, um, you're still in the the EU. Yeah, it's actually the funny thing is, it's, it's even better than that. It's going to be up to the winner of the World Series to <laughs> decide what happens to Britain and the EU. So I'm really, I'm really, um, you know, th- this is one of the reasons why I want the Nationals to to win the World Series because Sean Doolittle is such a good, strong progressive. I'm sure he's going to be. <laughs> He's going to be out there for us, but no, I don't think the Nationals are going to be anywhere near the World Series. Uh, we're currently eleven and thirteen, and really, really scuffling. Well, let's. This is actually a good. We're, let's go around the horn here in a, the most informal way, um, and just kind of. I'm going to turn off the the train whistle, whatever I use for the timer, uh, mostly because I don't even have my phone near me. It's plugged in. It was a two percent battery, so. Uh, no timer. Let's just do around the horn. Uh, let's talk about how things are going. Just you know, the state of like things. Like jazz, jazz style. Yeah, you know that. Jazz style. Well, the first thing I want to say is I hope everyone can um, can appreciate um, uh, or audibly uh, that I've got my microphone back out of storage. Yeah, this is a big deal. <laughs> this is, uh, hopefully, I I sound silkier in your ears. This was really. an ordeal. There was a you, obviously when you moved across the world. You had your microphone packed somewhere you couldn't find it. Then you yeah. found it, but it didn't work with your computer anymore because 
the it's US... just a new computer it doesn't have a, like a I um, need to get like a, a piece of kit to plug it all in and I dicked around with that I've got it now I've got it now yeah why would a new computer yeah. have a USB out you know why would you need that no you don't need the, it the, no I mean it doesn't make any sense the right approach is to make computers and phones get people used to the jacks that you need and then change it yeah that that's everyone knows that's the right way to go well i'm i i I went to business school i didn't but i you know i'd like to tell people i did and i'm telling you it's 101 one business 101 is no usb in the new computer so um anyway how are the nats how are the nats yeah i mean I keep telling myself, at least we've got baseball back. At least every day I can watch some baseball. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of a funny thing to follow baseball in the UK because obviously any game that's 7 o'clock Eastern or, or later than that is um, middle of the night for us. Right. So um, I'm mainly only watching games at the weekend. I'm watching the game right now. Games that start at 4 p.m. Eastern are ideal because that's 9 p.m. Lily's gone to bed. And um, I can watch most of the game. But also, Lily is teething, and so waking up around 3 a.m. on a regular basis. So I am often watching games like the sixth and seventh inning as um, as she struggles to get back to sleep or I'm warming some milk up or something. So I've watched, I've watched a fair amount, and it's grim. I, I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know what I expected, but they're just, they're just, really mediocre like the same as they were last year the bats aren't going the starting pitching is okay but not great but the the standout thing i think probably the thing that's so bad that most people in baseball know is the bullpen is an absolute catastrophe mm. an absolute catastrophe we had um we've got Tra- trevor rosenthal do you remember him from the yeah. cardinals and yeah he, he was Tommy good John. on the cardinals yeah um I'm sure he was good on the Cardinals. <laughs> he had uh, he had an infinity ERA for oh, that's good. four four games. He, he <laughs> carried an infinity. He didn't get an out for four games. Um, I don't know if that's the longest someone has ever carried an infinity <laughs> ERA, but <laughs> he the other day the other day he he came in um, to pitch a, a seventh or, or eighth inning. He um, uh, walked two batters and um, gave up a hit and one run scored and it reduced his ERA and his whip. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, bad. It, that, is, that is very, very bad. I mean, he is the standout. Uh... <laughs> is this the end of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're finally found you. <laughs> Um, uh, he is the standout uh, low point of the of the of the bullpen, but he's not the only one. We basically only have one reliable, trustworthy uh, pitcher in the in the bullpen. It's obviously, Sean Doolittle. Mm, but we've given we've give we've given up multiple losses um, because of bullpens uh, blowing it. So it's it that's I I honestly think that's probably the least satisfying way to lose a game. It's the, worst. So it's the most brutal. Bad bullpens are. We had a bad bullpen, a really bad bullpen last year, and it's just the. It's it's so brutal, especially when you have a good rest of the team, you know, and we are we're pitching well. Otherwise, I, Fangraphs actually ranks you guys twenty third in baseball and in, in, in relief pitching, um, just ahead of the Royals who aren't trying, famously aren't trying this season, <laughs> um, and be just behind the Mariners and the Cubs. Um, right. 
But the Cardinals re- and the, the Braves are behind you, and they have, are having good seasons, huh? Yeah, we we have we have picked it up over the last uh, two weeks. Um, it was particularly bad. The the thing that is really grating is that Trevor Rosenthal is being paid seven million dollars, <laughs> and he has an ERA of like fifty two, something oh, like that. My God, That's how about how about those Cleveland Indians? You know, um, baseball's back, and uh, you know, look, look, Cleveland's are right now. Um, as of this recording, they're fifteen and eleven. We get to go on. Um, national television again tonight um we did that last sunday and um they uh it was a complete mauling uh on national television which is exactly what you want to do you want to get completely destroyed on television at home um in front of everybody the good news is nobody's watching because of game of thrones it's like (laughs) the, the, the they play cleveland and uh against hbo and it's just not uh, no one watches. So uh, most Cleveland fans, I don't think, are watching tonight. Um, but uh, they are playing the Houston Astros, um, and they've, they've won two out of three so far in the series in Houston. So um, we're playing pretty well, which over, on the overall, we're, we're in second place right now. Um, the Twins are uh, off to a hot start. but And the rest of the division is garbage. But <clears throat> it's it doesn't feel good. Like, it doesn't feel like we're playing all that, that well. Uh, our pitching is... As predicted, um, our starting pitching is phenomenal, uh, first in baseball, and uh, and that's without you know Mike Clevenger, who was out to a crazy good start in his first four starts, and then um, came out of his last start early with a like a tweak in his back, and it sounds like he's going to miss miss um, a, you know three or four months, um, which is really Whoa. yeah yeah it's like a, a strain in his upper back. Um, Actually, they were saying six to eight weeks before he could pick up a baseball, which, good God, um, which is not a good diagnosis or prognosis, rather. That, that phrase is not literal, is it? No, no, no. He was actually can, taking, catching fly balls in, in the outfield the other day. Um, so okay. you can touch a they, baseball. You can touch baseballs. You can you can actually pick them up. Yeah, and and it's actually not recommended that pitchers ever pick up a baseball on their own anyway. That's why that's why the catchers throw it to them and the umpires throw it to them. They shouldn't be bending down to pick it up. That just shouldn't be happening. It's just like a pop-up on the infield. Someone should call the pitcher off. It's just not It's not good for them. It gets them out of their rhythm. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, back to what, how the Clevelands are doing. You know, I, I think um, what's the real problem, and again, identified before the season started, uh, we don't have any hitters. Um, we have Fr- Frankie Lindor, who is, has missed the majority of the season so far. He just came back last, last weekend. Um, and already has three home runs. Um, so he's, and he's definitely not hundred percent healthy. Uh, his ankle, he twisted an ankle or sprained an ankle and he's on the way back from that, which is good. He's a superhuman. Um, and everyone else is very human. Um, Carlos Santana has been solid. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Leonis Martin, who literally almost died of a bacterial infection last year is, is actually playing pretty well. Um, and Jose Ramirez, who's, been a two-time MVP finalist in the last two seasons, um, is really struggling to start the season. Um, but something tells me, he, he just, he, I'm not, he's, he's going to figure it out. I'm not worried about him. Um, it's the rest of the team, like the other six spots on the team, that are five spots on the team that are pretty suspect right now with a lot of left-handed bats um, that we can't, there's nobody to come off the bench to replace them. It's, it's kind of sp- it's kind of weird. It feels weird and it feels very temporary. It doesn't feel like this is going to last very long. So 
Um, we'll see. I mean, they're going to, they're going to have to fix it. Uh, <laughs> they can't, they can't, they, they think they're it last in the American league in almost every offensive category. Um, except for like runs scored with two outs or something like that, which is how we've ended up. Um, we play a lot of close games. Um, when our pitching's good, we win. Um, and our bullpen is, you know, top 10 in the in baseball or starting pitchers number one so yeah i don't know i they're good they're playing fine um it's just like clearly not something's not all there uh so does it does it matter though given your division it well i don't know um i'd rather be in our position than your position if that's uh that's not what you're asking but um (laughs) Uh, I mean, this is this is the thing. We're not in a disastrous position, except for the fact that we're in a very competitive um, uh, spot with Philadelphia and you know Atlanta is scuffing a bit. But everyone, everyone's there or thereabouts. Yeah, except for the Marlins. Um, yeah, well, we lost a series to the Marlins, so <laughs> yeah. that's how that's how we're doing right now. Well, how about how's the? Um, didn't the Phillies get a, a big free agent this off season? Yeah, they picked up. Um, you actually broke up there for a second. Would you? Would you say? <laughs> didn't the Phillies? I said, <laughs> I said the, the yeah the Phillies picked up a um, a free agent Andrew McCutcheon who's oh, been yeah. playing. Yeah, he's been playing very well. Uh, Bryce Harper. I mean, I hate Bryce Harper much more than I thought I was going to. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I wasn't ever that much of a fan of his. I mean, he played for the Nationals, and when he did well, I really liked him. When he didn't do well, I really disliked him. In the way that I've got a lot of affection for Nationals players, and so when they don't play well, um, it, it bothers me. When Harper didn't play well, it just annoyed me. And in retrospect now, I realize that it's because I just never liked him that much. Um, and now I don't like him even more. I like him even less um, because he went to Philadelphia. He's kind of he's kind of doing. I looked up some of his numbers. He's, he's doing very very Bryce Harpery kind of things at the moment. He's got a, a nine eighteen OPS, um, which is which is obviously uh, not not bad at all. Um, but he also leads the National League in strikeouts, uh, which is you know a, a, impressive in in some in some ways. He had a um, a twenty game stretch where he had a two hundred average. And a, and a 670 OPS. Uh, and he recently got called out by Jake Arrieta, who on TV basically called him a bozo uh, for getting ejected, uh, <laughs> arguing arguing balls and strikes. Not only was he ejected arguing balls and strikes in a game where it was like the seventh inning and it was a really close game and he really needed to stay in the game, he was arguing balls and strikes on another batter's call. He was yeah. in the dugout. He was in the dugout giving the umpire shit. Mm. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's doing very, very Bryce harper things, but <laughs> he's saying he's saying all of the kind of things that make fans uh, go weak at the knees because fans are, are weak people and they're susceptible <laughs> to any kind of flattery whatsoever. So he's doing the whole kind of like, Philly's my town, I love Philly, the best fans in baseball, and they're all like, Wow, this guy really, really does love us. Rather than he's just saying it. Um, I can say so I can speak from experience. There, <clears throat> you don't hear that very often about Cleveland. So when somebody <laughs> says it, 
we don't care if they're telling the truth. It's we just have yeah. to believe it, you know. I, and so I imagine Philadelphia fans are the same or similar. Well, I, I kind of feel like on both sides they they have to at least really try. It's a thirteen-year deal with a no-trade uh, clause and no opt-outs. They have to make this work. They have got another twelve point eight years of this mm. to go. No, I I genuinely do. I just want to say I genuinely do hope that over the course of this season, he does Bryce Harper things and that they start to boo him very, very badly. <laughs> it's almost it's almost guaranteed, right? It's Phil- A, it's Philadelphia, and B, it's Bryce Harper. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we had some big, other big stuff happen in sports this week. Tell, tell, the, tell the people out there what the hell's going on with, with Norwich. Well... I, before I start, I just um, I should warn you. I, I probably will get emotional uh, <laughs> talking about this. I am um, after the Bryce so Harper segment. That's totally uh, expected. <laughs> um, Norwich City, my football team. Uh, we are. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try and use Amer- I'll try and use American sports um, phrases to explain this better. We are a uh, a small media market team. Um, think Des Moines. Okay. Uh, we're a, like a college town, two hundred fifty thousand people in the middle of miles and miles and miles of right wing farmers. And uh, we we have a long long history. The the club was founded in nineteen oh two. We actually our football. Our song on the Ball City is the oldest recorded um, football song in in the world um, that the fans sing, and um, uh, we've always been quite a small team. We've always been a kind of like so you know. To, I talk to American fans who are like they like football, they watch football, they know who what's going on in football. They've never heard of Norwich. Um, over the last ten years, we have been what is called a yo-yo club. Right. Uh, this is a this is a team that gets promoted and then relegated and promoted and relegated. Um, yesterday we got promoted back to the EPL uh, for the first time in three years, um, and that is very very good. Um, it's very good. Uh, <laughs> um, we've been promoted uh, in the last ten years. We've been promoted four times and relegated three times. Um, ten years ago we were playing in the what's called league one which is like the third tier so if you imagine with baseball if teams you know you say you you only win 60 games in a season you're you're like the worst team in in mlb you have to swap spots with the best team in triple a yep and you go and play triple a for a year and that team plays uh in the majors it's like that, but we got down as far as double A. <laughs> <laughs> our first game in double A, which is our worst position in 60 years, happened to be on my wedding day. And <laughs> we, <laughs> we lost that game uh, seven to one. <gasps> so um, one of the lowest moments in our club's history is my, um, with my marriage. Um <laughs> But we we won we won we won the sort of quote unquote double A that season and then we won the quote unquote triple A the next season so we were in the Premier League and we we're in the Premier League for a couple of years but then we went down a couple of years down went back up one year in the Premier League back down again for three years and what's so special about this season for me is that 
um no one actually expected us to to do this well i didn't expect it the club didn't expect it um uh uh we actually sold our two best players at the end of last season because yeah, we had financial right. problems. So we um, uh, we came 14th last season in a division of 24, and we sold our two best players. Um, our team that played yesterday cost five million pounds. Uh, you know, put that in context. You know, Liverpool bought a player last season for like 70 million. One <laughs> one one player so um you know the whole team cost five million pounds the the player of the season like the mvp for the entire league he scored 28 goals for norwich uh, we got him for no money zero zero <laughs> money no money at all is he not making any uh, money uh, he he has a wage but okay, there was okay. no there was no <clears throat> fee so in football this is i think a bit different yeah. from baseball the the you pay money to to buy somebody's contract Right. Um, and so it's, it's very unusual to get a free free transfer, except for somebody who is like extraordinarily young, kind of farm system style or old. And this guy is 28 years old. He's played for Celtic. He's played at the top of the Danish league. And um, uh, he came in and scored 28 goals, is the MVP for the whole league, uh, a Finnish guy. Um, and the whole, the whole, the whole ethos of the team, that's not just like a – an accident of oh well, shit we didn't have any money it's also rooted in the fact that our management team uh, headed up by a guy called daniel farker who's german is is kind of like a very moneyball story they they went out and found these kind of like oddballs and you know timu puki was a free transfer because he actually played for celtic the, the top team in scotland and was dreadful like he was like humiliatingly bad and had to go and like go to go and play in, in Denmark, which is not like a, a you know, huge thing. It doesn't sound like a huge thing. It's not a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's just this incredible scouting team and also an incredible couch, uh, coach who has put together a, a team that is much, much, much bigger than the sum of its parts, playing football in a very, very understated and humble uh, way. There's an incredible amount of humility in the team. Our captain, Christoph Zimmerman, uh, at the end of every game, he goes around the entire stadium and and applauds the fans around the entire ground, which is the kind of thing that you actually sort of traditionally you do that in the last day of the right. season as a, as a thank you. He does it every game, and somebody asked him, you know, what why do you do that? It's quite odd. And he said, before I came here, I was playing in the German fourth division, and we had nine hundred people come to our games each week, and I got a chance to come here, and the fans welcomed me, and. I want to say thank you every single time I get to play a game. Oh. And, you know, it's like uh, the first couple of times you're like, oh, that's nice. He's being kind of cool. <laughs> After the 40th time, you're like, oh, shit, he really means that. <laughs> he actually, you know, so um, the whole thing has just been in incredibly special. Um, you know, from where we were expected to be through to where we've actually, what we've actually achieved. Um, you know, we've, like I said, we've been promoted uh, to the Premier League uh three times in the last 10 years now and each each of those are, are very very special they are but this one is this one is slightly different and um yeah, it was an emotional day yesterday no kidding um well i you know we're on video so i can i can tell the listeners that you're not there's not tears streaming down your face <laughs> visibly at least you know metaphorically maybe um i don't even know what that means but 
it, 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 you know, I saw, I don't follow this very closely, um, as, you, as I'm sure you can tell. Um, but how, so there's, the season's not over, but you're, you're the guaranteed promotion. What, it's not, what is it? It's not clinching. You don't call it clinching. What do you call it? We don't, we don't call it clinching, but, um, I, I don't even know what you would call it. You know, guaranteed, guaranteed promotion. I mean, some people call it, you know, they have clinched promotion, but I, I, it's not the kind of, it's, it's the kind of phrase that you'd only see in a, in a, in like a newspaper. It's kind of a cliched, uh, phrase that fans wouldn't use but there's one more game to play next sunday um is the last day of the season uh but we are uh currently uh wait we were we were six points clear so we're now eight points clear of third place uh the top two teams go up automatically we're now eight points clear of them so they can't possibly catch us with the points that are available but Next Sunday, we'll decide uh, who wins the title because we are currently three points ahead of the second-place team, Sheffield United, and there's one more game. So if we lose our game and they win their game, they will be the title title winners. They'll be the champions, and we'll go up as the second-place team. It would be nice to win the title, but it's actually not really that huge a deal. It's right. just pride. There's a little bit of prize money, but not very much. And... Um, you know, both teams going to the Premier League will, uh, uh, you know, over a hundred million pounds uh, in 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 TV money and everything else. You know, we we should. I would love to follow the 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 like that process of from this season to the next of, of promotion um, on this on this program. I know it's kind of off format. So, Battery Mates listeners, um, so Justin, um, if you if you if you're interested in that. Um, <laughs> Um, please let us know in one of the, the formats um, <laughs> that exists. Twitter is one. Um, Justin can just email. Justin can just email <laughs> us. And no, I mean it is interesting because you know it, there is such a a, a, a huge gap between um, the lower the lower divisions and the Premier League. The amount of money that um, Chelsea and Manchester United and Spurs. I mean these are teams owned by billionaires. Mm-hmm. Who, who are happy to spend tons and tons of money. They have accrued huge amounts of TV money. Um, you know, I, th- I, I think it's something like, you know, the TV money in the Premier League guarantees every team 100 to 120 million pounds a year. And in the championship, you're guaranteed one to five million pounds a year. It, it is a huge, huge uh, gulf. And so, you know, we're going up into the Premier League and our goal is literally to just not get relegated. Right. So we're going up, and we've won 24 games this season. We've only lost six games this season. Next season, we will be absolutely over the moon with eight wins in the entire year. It's just a very, very different mindset, hmm. very different mindset. So, and you know, honestly, I think it would be incredibly similar if uh, baseball had relegation. If you imagine, you know, the Fresno Grizzlies starting to play major league it would be it would be extremely tough for them to compete against the yankees and the white Sox and whoever else you know it's a, it is very very similar to that except we actually have promotion relegation and baseball doesn't i i still think they should bring it bring it into baseball i mean the the royals and marlins and all of them should be shamed for, for their for their <laughs> they uh... should have to go and play in memphis for a year <laughs> Maybe there's no promotion, just relegation. <laughs> you don't get to play the major league teams anymore. Yeah. Um, 
So should sudden we touch, death. <laughs> should we touch on um, those? We talked about it last time. There's there was a bunch of new rules introduced for this year and, and next year. We we should do this quickly because I know we have um, a half-hearted attempt at empathy, and uh, you know we have to do a word from our sponsor, contractually obligated. But should we just do quickly? Um, we'll talk about these rules. Yeah, let's 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 do like uh, thirty seconds on each. Okay, so the new rules. This and I could be wrong because this this was a, this is a while ago now. We have new rules um, that that were introduced for this year, and they already announced a couple of rules that will take that'll go into effect next year. Um, which I guess there's some level of possible possibility that they make a change. But anyway, the ones that are in for this year are you get one fewer mound visit. Um, so I think it was six, and now it's five. So okay, I, I I literally didn't even pay attention to those last year. I was at a game at Wrigley this this week, and they have like mound visits remaining, very prominently featured on their scoreboard, like bigger than like runs scored. Like you can't, you have to dig for runs scored on the on their scoreboard system, but but mound visits remaining. You are in the know. Um, the inning the breaks between innings have been reduced, and I think this is the most. To me, this is the most like the the biggest signal that baseball is serious about the yeah, time absolutely time of game because that is like reducing the national television. I think it was two minutes and twenty five seconds to two two minutes on the dot and two minutes and five seconds on for like local broadcast to two minutes on the dot um, is clearly you know that's going to take minutes off of every game. Um, yeah. And that that was the thing that always, like, I, whenever we've talked about this over the last four or five seasons, I remember having a particularly ranty uh, discussion with John Hagner, yeah. um, the Battery Mates uh, official pollster, about this, <laughs> and saying, this is all bullshit. We're talking about shaving seconds when the the number one reason for game delays is the advertising breaks. And you and he were both like, lol, yeah. But that's never going to change because it's actual money. So, like exactly like you say, the fact that they are now actually looking at that and doing it shows they are genuinely really, really serious. Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm impressed, um, and we'll see how this kind of shakes out over the next. Year. So the other the other stuff is kind of weird. It, so there's a I'm really interested to see how the, the they've reduced the two trade deadlines two two trade deadlines to one. So they used to be. There was a trade deadline on July 31st, and then after that, you had to you could still make a trade, um, but the, the player had to clear waivers, um, and so it's the waiver trade deadline. Um, and so it generally meant that like there weren't going to be big blockbuster trades, but you could still move some you know people on the end of their contract or things. Right. You know, Cleveland has has had picked up a, a couple players for the playoffs with that with that deadline at that deadline in the past couple seasons. But I think, I think it's really interesting. Well, we'll see how this plays out. I mean, I, I mean, it makes that one trade deadline all the much more important. And I, you know, there, if you, if Cleveland's going to make a move, there's no longer a, well, they still have another month to like actually get another player in here. Um, so uh, that'll be interesting. And then um, there's some all-star game stuff, which I literally put out of my brain. So what is, do you remember what they are? I don't know. Yeah. When I looked at the game notes before this, I looked at that and thought, oh, cool. I love all games, all-star game stuff. I wonder what Toby's going to tell me. <laughs> well, hold on. The all-star game, uh, let me just pull it up here. Um, do you want to, so the, the, in, the most controversial stuff is potentially coming into play next year. Um, 
let me see here. Oh, yeah. This is even, not even in the article that I was referring to on this. They didn't even mention it because... Oh. Uh, it's... I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. the 10th inning will start Let's with a runner on second. Okay. In the All-Star game. In the All-Star game. There's... Yeah, well. So that makes the all-star game even more dumb. I couldn't know, didn't know that was going to be a, a possibility. This year it's in Cleveland, so I do care about it. And honestly, <laughs> I um, I just I just found out I'm I have tickets to the all-star game. So <laughs> you just I'm you just go. found out like they arrived in the mail. Well, and you were like, it, holy it, shit! It's kind of a long story, but yes, ish. Um, I um, is I you know I'm, I a couple of years ago I became a Cleveland twenty-game ticket holder with my dad, and so we got access to do it, and we like decided yeah why not um by the way not not cheap at all and i'm kind of uh <laughs> it's a very non-zero chance that i will not be going because i will have found someone to buy them off me <laughs> <laughs> um but uh no um so all-star game stuff there's uh, i think there's other things with the all-star game I don't even yeah. oh there's there's stuff with the uh, home run derby too right like i think the oh, winner I, I definitely don't want to talk about the home run derby winner gets cares. something yeah I don't know. The winner, the winner gets a million pounds now, a million okay. dollars. Sorry. Yeah, they should. They definitely should give it in dollars. <laughs> it would really confuse the hell out of whoever wins. <laughs> There's um, a couple of things for next year. The uh, the active roster is going to uh, come down a little bit. Um, well, the active roster is going to be 26 with a cap of 28 in September, right? You're going to be the big thing is there's going to be we're increasing the active roster from 25 to 26 all season long, and then it goes up to 28 in September. So there's no, like, in September, really, anybody on the 40-man roster now can be playing in September. Right. Um, so they'll they'll still expand the rosters, but only by a few players. Um, yeah, so they'll get rid of that silliness. And then the, then the really big thing is going to be one. the minimum batters for each pitcher, which we've talked about in the past. I mean, I think, I think that was one of um, Steve Krupin's suggestions for um, uh, shaving the uh, game game time down. And I like it personally, but um, I know it's hugely unpopular with a lot of people. Yeah, no, it's um, well, it puts people out of business. Some, some pitchers will no longer have a role, um, but especially the loogies, those left-handed one-out guys, whatever you call them. Um, they come in to face one left-handed batter, and, and then they, they leave the game. Those guys are going to be out of a job because it, it, the other thing, it's a minimum of three batters or completing the half inning. So. You could see a person with like coming in with two outs to face a left-handed batter, I guess. But right, um, I don't know. I, I, it was much more before the season started, and there was less to care about actual baseball. Like I was pretty fired up about this, and I was like, "This is dumb. They shouldn't ch- like changing the rules is changing the strategy." Like at this point, I don't actually care enough or care a lot about this, but I still think it's dumb. I think I would rather it not go into effect. But I, no, I no longer have like a fire in my belly about it. Um, what do you think? Yeah. I'm usually I'm usually outraged at any suggestions of any kind of change, and that doesn't just go for baseball; it goes for all aspects of life. But uh, this is one where you know the 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 number of changes, the the way the game really slows down in the seventh and eighth, um, it can really really interfere with both watching it in person and also the TV experience. And I and I do actually care about the the variable there. I don't want them to just make changes to help TV viewers. If, especially if it uh, hurts the in-person viewing, but I do think that the kind of like it, you know, it doesn't happen as often as people think it does. But the the kind of one-out um, uh, pitching changes can really 
mess things up, especially, and this is my personal bugbear, slowing the game down in the seventh and eighth and ninth when they've cut off the beer is, yes. is rude. That's yeah, that's, rude. That's, that's right. It's rude. So I'm, I'm okay with this. I, I mean, like, I think that the idea of, um, you know, either a minimum number of batters or, um, you know, ending the half inning, you know, something like that, I, I think it's okay. I also, I, I don't think we've got time to talk about it today, but I'd love for us to talk about the unwritten rules and the right. the, the way that the unwritten rules are changing. I think there's um, there was a, an instant, uh, it was maybe a week ago now where um, the, the Pirates and another team, I can't remember, maybe the Reds, um, had a benches clearing brawl with, you know, several suspensions and, and everything because of a backflip. It started with a backflip and, you know, sometimes the backflip's being encouraged, sometimes it's being discouraged, sometimes teams retaliate, sometimes people teams don't. And I kind of feel like maybe it's time to write down the unwritten rules and just get some kind of agreement. But let, let's leave that one for another time. Yeah, maybe we'll have a benches clear episode about that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think generally new rules uh, with all the I, I'm not feeling any difference yet um, with these, you know, I don't, I'm not paying attention enough to know what this mound visit issue or the inning break uh, reduce, reduction is, is, is helping or not, but it baseball's back. So I don't really care. Um, and uh, we'll see how the all-star game goes down. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess it's probably time to take a word from our sponsor, right? Let's do it. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by HBO's Game of Thrones. Warning, this advertisement contains major spoilers about some of your favorite characters. If you'd like to avoid that, please skip ahead 20 seconds. Okay, for the rest of you sporting throne heads, we promise spoilers, now it's time to deliver. Ned Stark, he doesn't make it to the end. And the walrus? That was indeed Paul. Thank you for watching Game of Thrones on HBO Go, HBO Now, which is for sure different, or on HBO The Literal Channel on a literal television. Hi, Grandma. Gentle reminder to all you baseball fans out there to enjoy what you've got right now because, as the saying goes, winter will be here soon. Well, thanks always, as always, to all of our sponsors, Battery Mates. Um, Matthew had to run off um, to attend to um, something British. Um, but we have a very special half-hearted attempted empathy for you, um, which was recorded without Matthew because honestly, he probably would have screwed it up. Um, this, we, we have Rob Flaherty joining us. Um, Rob, Rob and I worked together on, um, a campaign, uh, for a presidential campaign that most people never heard of. Um, in, uh, it was based in Brooklyn and, um, we, we worked together really closely and, and I, I learned, we actually watched a lot of the 2016 playoffs together, including the Cleveland's playing the Boston's Rob's a Boston's fan. And so um wanted to bring him on to talk about how the 2019 season was going to go for him and how it was going for him more, more to the point. But um, without further ado, I think we should uh, get the modem going here. One second. Um, all right, Rob, are you there? I am here, Toby. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. I'm, I'm really thrilled to be here. This is my, I think this is my first time on the show outside of a prediction. Well, the predictions are really all that matter. 
Um, right. This is this is a segment called the half-hearted attempt at empathy, and um, we it's gotten. I, I'm now I now think that the entire series of episodes have have kind of cumulatively added up to a half of a heart. We really are really phoning it in uh, on these these segments. So much so that Matthew's not even here with me right now. It's just me and you. Um, it's like ha- half of a half of a host. <laughs> right. You couldn't even get that much respect. Yeah. Not even the good host. Let's be honest. Like the 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 host with the better accent, um it's fake, but by, by the way, everybody knows that. But um he's at least pulls it off pretty well. Um, right. He's got a better head of hair. Anyway, I mean, you know, I don't want to make this the Matthew fan club episode. Um, That's a different podcast. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a different podcast altogether. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, you're the host of that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but Rob, you are a Red Sox fan. I am. Uh, I am. Confirmed. And uh, we wanted to bring you on the show. So you're our first uh, half-hearted attempt at empathy of the 2019 season, um, partly because... Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but as of the recording time here, the Red Sox are 11 and 17. They're seven and a half games out of first place. Um, I think they're currently, while we're recording this, they're currently slaughtering the um, Oakland Athletics. But so maybe they're going to be 12 and 17 by the time this is out. (laughs) But uh, um, all, you know, considering, I believe in recent memory, they won the World Series. I mean, it might have been last October. I can, I faintly recall it. I faintly recall it. What, winning. what is going on? So are the Red Sox... So one last thing. I, just to show I did a little research here. Ooh. Fangraphs has you all 22nd in pitching in, yeah. in Major League Baseball out of 30 teams. That's not good. Yeah, no, you um, don't like... You don't want to be in the 20s. You <laughs> and, be... <laughs> and 24th in offense. So that yeah. could explain the 11 and 17 record. But... Is this is this all kind of a slow start? Is this some, like a, are you guys finished? Should you should you just pack it in? What, what's the what's your take here? Um, I've been watching a lot more soccer lately. Uh, no, um, <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say. It's it's hard for me to pin. It's like a season that defies all logic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they it's the same minus Craig Kimbrell, which he's not like the deciding factor, and like Joe uh, Joe Kelly and like. Uh, like Ian Kinsler, who was like a bit player um, at all. Um, the team hasn't changed. They're just, something isn't clicking. I mean, it just, you know, Chris Sale, it's like a, there's a curse on him, right? I mean, he's, he's, oh, he's, he has the worst uh, start for a Red Sox pitcher since 1992 uh, oh for a Red Sox starter. I mean, it, and that's Chris Sale. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. And the, the thing is, there's just there are moments of brilliance, right? Um, but there's just random things that you know, a quick error here that leads to uh, the next at bat, a flub fly, fly ball by Jackie Bradley Jr. You know, like, like little disconnections, and it just doesn't seem to. They're a good team that just is sort of inexplicably not locked in. And and not to like throw shade at Matthew, I mean, it reminds me of the Nats from last year, right? Uh. Where it's a team that on paper should have been great and just kind of never went anywhere. And that's sort of like where they are. I mean, I saw a statistic the other day that was like the Red Sox have to, in order to cross 90 wins, 
which would be great, but you know, they have to win something like 65% of the rest of their games. <laughs> and, and like, you know, I, I don't, I don't have the faith that they're going to do that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, it's rough times in, in Boston baseball. Is it, no, is every, so you have a lot of your lineup is like, you know, we haven't played you this year with the Cleveland's haven't played you this year, but I remember your lineup just being terrifying. And, yeah. you know, top to bottom, just like, and, and I'm not including Ian Kinsler. I mean, I, right. <laughs> I, I just remember it being scary. And what, what is there, are people hurt? I'm, maybe I'm just not paying attention. That's um, the, there's, I, I, there's not, there aren't injuries. It's the same team. I mean, there's, um, JD Martinez has like a little back thing, but like, it doesn't seem to be anything serious. Um, like people aren't hurt. They're just bad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I just looked at the, the the box score for tonight's game, and there's some. So this is the lineup: Benatendi, Betts, Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, something called a Chavis. Yeah. So Chavis, he's um, he's actually uh, uh, one of the bright spots in this whole season. He's uh, he just played his first game oh. uh, in the majors. It had to have been a week ago. Uh, and he had three RBIs tonight. Yeah, um, he, he's really outperforming. So he's been he's been kind of a bright spot. Yeah, I mean that's and then there's a player. So Vasquez is a catcher, Radley Jr. And yep. Lynn, uh, I don't know. Do I not know Lynn, the second baseman? That's not Pedroia. It's not his new name or anything, is it? No, he did, he changed his name actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean that's the thing is like, but for a couple of call ups, um, it's the same team as last year, man. It's and so mm. it. The, the not clicking is is uh, it, it's just you know there's some like rumors that they started pitching later like in spring training the the, the pitching warmups were like a little uh, or the sort of pitching training was like a little less intensive mm. and like caused it but like I mean it's just been an epic collapse uh, and it's 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 sort of a it's like one of those things that I I'm sure if you're in the clubhouse every day you could explain, but if you're just a fan watching, it's like what in the hell? Yeah, <laughs> where football team go? Yeah, well, and, and they, they they talk a lot about there being like a uh, October. When we go deep into October, like there being a hangover in the next season. This seems like that seems like a plausible explanation, especially if the pitching, which is usually pretty solid, is just gar not garbage, but you know what I mean, like. Not twenty twenty sixth in baseball and starting pitching, um, yeah, that's not good. You know, that's not that's not what I would expect out of a Sale, Price, Evaldi, um, Percello. There's the other pitchers, right? I'm blanking yeah. on the fifth pitcher, um, but yeah. So the other thing happening in the two other things happening in the division that I'd love to to, to ask you about here. Um, one, the the Tampa Bay Rays, yeah, are in first place. And yeah. they are real. They seem to be really good now. Just like the Red Sox, I don't believe the Red Sox are going to be playing three eighty baseball the rest of the way. I think they're going to they're going to you know get hot eventually and make a run at it. The the Rays, I don't know what to think. They they seem to have be pushing all the right buttons. They seem to have found some starting pitching that is um, like really solid. Um, yeah, are they so? Are the Rays for real, in your opinion? And it's up to you whether whether you, you interpret my question as being about Mayor Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, you know, listen, I think they're in a bubble and will eventually come back down to earth, driven by a lot of great fawning media coverage. Um, <laughs> uh, no, look, I think um, I think that's a good that's a good comparison. Because um, uh, you no. can see it. You can close your eyes and kind of like picture You can pic- picture yeah, them going all the way. You really can't. Totally can't. Um, I mean, Lasno, uh pitched a great game against us on, uh, was, it, God, was it yesterday? Jesus Christ. Uh and yeah, I mean, look, uh, they have played very well against us so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they feel they feel real. Uh, and and I, I think the biggest surprise was the sort of starting rotation, right? The sort of, uh, uh, you know, the Snells, the Glasnos, and all that. <laughs> Snells, the Glasnos. It sounds like we're. <laughs> it sounds like something like Lewis Carroll. Um, it doesn't sound. <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones spinoff, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just started. By the way, I just started watching Game of Thrones like two weeks ago to like oh. get in on the culture before it was over. So like, I can make that reference. Well, they're they're this week's sponsor. So um, hey, oh, HBO, wow. HBO's Game of Thrones. Yeah, they had a big budget. They had a pretty big budget. <laughs> um, they even coming down to this uh, this level. They're just you know not leaving any stone unturned. Um, uh, <laughs> make sure they get the Battery Mates Nation viewership. Yeah. Who would be your Who would be your ideal sponsor for the podcast? Um, well, we've been going after this local bar here in Chicago for a while, Will's Northwoods Inn. Um, that we're we're really close to signing a contract. Um, so that that would be my ideal, um, mostly because of the cash. There's a lot of money on the table there. Um, hey, it's all about monetization. Yeah, and we were and we're what now the negotiation is? Do we? Just take it in PBR, and and I think we might. I think we might just yeah. take PBR instead of the cash, but we'll figure that out. And, and PBR is currency in some places in this country, <laughs> namely at Will's Northwoods Inn. Um, <laughs> so the other thing going on in the AL East is um, the Yankees are. I think half the team is injured. Is that yes. like thirteen players or twelve Actually, players? Every New York Yankees fan has sustained an injury. It's, <laughs> it just goes back rows at the stadium bad um i don't know if we haven't you've anything to say about that beyond um i just wanted to kind of laugh at that for a second it's so it's hilarious i mean so here's like what's funny about it though well it's so it's funny because yes it is it is it is sort of an endless like the the replacements are getting injured so now they're like calling like the grounds crew in to take you know batting practice or whatever but like um the thing that is really annoying about it is that they keep winning. <laughs> yeah, no, they are they are playing well. They're like cockroaches. I mean, you know, they they call up like a T-ball team from Westchester, and they're still like figuring out how to get wins. And so, it, I mean, you know, it would be it would be better if, you know, if 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 we were commiserating in some way, where it was like, ha, ah, well, at least the Yankees suck and they're all broken. Uh, <laughs> But uh, they're good and they're broken, and we are yeah. bad and not broken. <laughs> yeah, and the, so one thing I just you know, um, this is not any in, in depth research. They've only played three games against teams that are above five hundred. So, and they lost all three of those games. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Um, well, that you feel better. <laughs> yeah, they must have. Pl- they must be playing the Orioles quite a bit. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. But last last thing before I let you go here, um, this is a very special episode because um, North City uh, obviously just um, clinched. I guess, we're gonna use, I'm going to use clinched um, uh, their promotion um, to the EPL next year. 
Prem. next season. Yeah, and it's, it seems like a big deal. Um, I'm learning a lot about it. Um, we, I've, we all have learned a lot about it in this episode. But you yeah. actually went to a game this season with Matthew. I need to ask what that's like, and, and not just going to a game um, to see the Canaries, but what is, what is Matthew like in this scenario? What is Matthew like? Uh, this is a great question. Um, so there's a couple, I mean, like, here's the thing. So, so Norwich is, I mean, it's, it's like two hours outside of London. And so we took the train um, and did did a, a great bit of drinking on the train, which I thought was great. Um, in true Matthew style, drinking out of cans on a on a uh, an English train. Um, and then uh, we got to the stadium, and it is, I mean, it's everything you could kind of imagine from at that time, sort of second division English football. I mean, it is. It feels grassrootsy. It's not. There's no glitz. There's no glamour. There's no um, sort of pyro cannons or anything like that. <laughs> that you might have at like Stanford Bridge or something. Um, the one piece of technology that I absolutely was obsessed with, though, and Matthew pointed this out to me, was um, when <laughs> there's so like imagine like a big sort of a soccer stadium. It's not that big, but in one of the corners there's a scoreboard, and. <laughs> For no real reason, the scoreboard after they score just rotates like 45 degrees <laughs> and, and just sort of like turns so like everyone can see it and then goes back. And I thought that was kind of neat. Um, it was like a, like a jumbotron, although I'm told they don't call it that. Um, we So um, uh, Matthew tried to get us sec- uh, tickets in the, um, the fan section, the sort of supporter section. Um, uh, you know, for the hardcore fans and, and he got us uh, tickets in a area sort of adjacent to it. And he told me, um, it's, uh, don't worry, this section is called the snake pit. And I was like, the what? And mm. it's a snake pit because everyone apparently is very, very, um, rude in that area. They turned out to be very, very nice. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, look, Matthew, uh, is, is, I mean, literally he's a published, author he's yeah. in the program i was i bore witness to him reading his own article in the published program at the norwich game um and uh, it was it was really excellent i mean we um you know i ate i ate a football ground pie they had little meat pies and um you know learned uh the chant on the ball city and and they all scream yarmy which is yellow army and they just say yarmy which i thought was kind of cool oh yeah i like that yeah, it was it was fun. I would go back. I, Matthew kind of loaded me up on uh, on Norwich gear, um, and it's funny because like walking, I actually I have a beanie uh, hat that has like the the Norwich uh, logo on it, um, and uh, and I was watching uh, the sort of rock and roll marathon in DC, and I was wearing it, and some guy was wearing Norwich stuff, and I texted Matthew, and he's like, "Yeah, you're probably the only two people in the US who like them." So that was cool. <laughs> Oh, the best part of the game. Oh my God. How could I forget this? So, um, in, 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 it had sort of a minor league vibe, not because the stadium was minor league or anything, but because, um, at, at halftime, uh, it turns out the city of Tampa is one of the sponsors for North city. football. (laughs) And so, um, they have this game where, uh, fans have to kick a soccer ball into a bullseye. And they announced the winner gets a trip to the beautiful city, tropical Tampa, Florida. 
And I was like, Matthew, do they know? And they were, he was like, no, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then that's the thing. They can go to Tampa and see the Rays who are the real deal. <laughs> yeah. The whole time the, the Tampa Bay Rays have just been trolling you uh, from, from the beginning of the, before the season even started uh, all the way in Norwich. <laughs> they knew. They knew. It's worth going though, uh, with or without Matthew. Oh, if I went, I wouldn't go with Matthew. Yeah, no, you, yeah, want, you want to be away from him. <laughs> um, well, Rob, this is um, hopefully we have you back on in better, um, you know, better weather for the Red Sox uh, faithful yeah. out there. When we get when we get uh, drop kicked out of the wild card, that'll be great. Yeah, that, something like <laughs> that, something more dramatic. Um, yeah. Right now, eleven and seventeen. Just checking the score to make sure you're not already twelve and seven. Yep, you're twelve and seventeen now. Seventeen as of now, baby. So, I'm told you're not supposed to exactly timestamp episodes, but um, Eh. it seemed like such a good opportunity here to. I think you know earlier in the episode, which was recorded yesterday, um, we Matthew was literally going play by play on some of the (laughs) Nats Padres. So I cannot wait to hear that. Um, Well, we should do an alternative podcast where it's just you and Matthew doing color commentary on a live game. (laughs) I would I would watch that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's in the works. We're, we're, uh, in talks with major league baseball legal, um, to, to see, uh, if we can pull it off, but we need their, I'm told express written consent. So, right. um, <laughs> Not yeah, now, it, it, now what we can do, I, they, no one said we couldn't get their express written consent on like a Burger King napkin. Um, right. so if we just basically were trailing MLB legal staff, um, to <laughs> all the fast food restaurants we can get to. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob Flaherty, uh, always great to have you uh, on the show, um, and uh, we will we'll have you back again soon, either to talk about uh, more North City games or um, yeah, if the Red Sox turn it around this season, maybe we'll have more to talk about. Go Canaries. Go Canaries. <laughs> Bye, Rob. Bye. All right, great stuff. That's another uh... – Another episode wrapped up. I will um, be in Boston in a month's time with Toby. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to a game, right? Oh, we're going to a game, all right. Yes, in yeah, Boston. Yeah, we are going to a game. They I, they play at a, a ballpark there. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Is it? It's got to be something like no. Uh, I don't. I, Dunkin' I don't Donuts ballpark. The, I think it's, it's it, well. It, this is the thing. It's one of those really douchey. Uh, cookie cutter uh, donut um, parks that no one really likes. So I'm not really looking forward to going, but we are both going to be in Boston at the same time. And Cleveland are actually playing the Red Sox. So it's kind of perfect. So we're going to do that. That's in a month's time. I'd love to say that we will do an episode before then, but (laughs) I also don't want to promise. But for now, check those balls. Yeah, we should check those balls. (laughs) 